I'm always marinating in my earth school lessons with you. And you know me. I get my ass handed to me on a platter plenty. But this week, I'm going to talk about something I'm surprised, a good app for a change. It came up for me this week because I speed dated, meaning three dates and tons of FaceTime, this cute yoga teacher. And of course, we were exploring every inch of our respective internal lives. That sounds dirty. What I mean is we talked a lot. And he thought my lack of self-doubt was kind of alien. (laughs) I honestly never really thought about it. Well, that's not totally true. I often tell the story of the New York Post reporter who was interviewing me for the one-year anniversary of Cosmo Girl. Yeah, 2000 nostalgia. The very first question she asked was, how did it feel that no one thought you could do it? I was like, humming a what? I literally had no idea people thought I couldn't do it. It didn't even occur to me in that entire year of developing the magazine. I mean, in retrospect, of course I get it. I was 26, a fashion editor who had only ever worked with clothes and photo shoots. It was really unconventional to let someone like me run an offshoot of a huge brand like Cosmo at a venerable company like Hearst. Yes, 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 of course. With hindsight and some years under my belt, sure, I can see it. But at the time, I was like, yeah, girl, I'm going to rock this shit. (laughs) It's kind of embarrassing when you think about it. But there you have it. Meet my internal voice. I once even asked my former boss, Hearst President Kathy Black, years later, how she felt so confident taking such a big risk in hiring me. She didn't skip a beat. I would have just replaced you. Gulp. Replaced me? I swear, I nearly passed out. Again, not for one second did I think that was a possibility. This positive internal voice has come up a few times recently. You know I'm getting divorced. It's a process that feels both like a sprint toward freedom and a marathon that is taking forever. But luckily I have my awesome friends on the sidelines with metaphorical you got this signs and squirts of cold water. (laughs) But one time I didn't need my friends to boost me when my ex told me my 49th birthday present. Sit down, for real. Plastic surgery. He was like, go get whatever you want so you could be ready for the dating world. I know, (laughs) I know. Girl, I wasn't even mad, for real. You would think that at 49, I'd be offended because it was hitting a nerve. Or really fucking psyched because it was hitting a nerve that I could try to anesthetize with the surgery but I still remember my response. That is so generous of you, but I really don't subscribe to that standard of beauty. Sister, don't get me wrong. I've birthed and breastfed three babies. I have that little C-section bump that no amount of exercise will fix. In fact, a Manhattan plastic surgeon could find plenty of reasons to carve me up like a Thanksgiving turkey but it just doesn't stress me out. 
In fact, my ex-boyfriend used to say I was one of the most body-confident people he'd met. It's not because I think I look like Emily Ratajowski, however you say her name. <laughs> I just don't compare myself with anyone else. When I was young and hot, I worked it. Now that I'm older and less hot, sure, I work what I got. It's what I got. I love it. To me, it's like wishing I had someone else's kid because they may be better at soccer or school. I like the exact kids I have. I like the exact person I am. Maybe I'm deluded, but am I? Is it delusional to think I'm awesome? In that case, I've been delusional for a long time. At the height of my awkwardness, the height, the height, the height. I specifically remember looking in the mirror deep into my brown eyes and thinking, gosh, you are so beautiful. I really thought that. I have no idea where this was coming from. I was not remotely considered beautiful or cool at school. Of course, my mom would tell me I'm beautiful, and I thought she and my sisters were beautiful. So I guess I just believed I'm beautiful too? I have no idea. It's that same confidence that had me selling my autograph for a nickel, a Tusa Benegar RS. Benegar being my last name and RS being rock star. Obf. Again, I'm at a loss for words. This piece was just in place for me. Fast forward to college before there was Facebook. There was the Facebook, an actual book that freshmen at universities would get with a picture of everyone in the class. Can we just discuss the picture I submitted for this? I mean, for goodness sakes, look at it. You would think that I would want to submit a typically cute picture, right? After all, it's the book all the guys would pour over to identify the girls they were going to go for. Same for the girls. I literally submitted a picture that shows my complete and utter wackiness. Plus, I look naked. I was wearing a strapless dress. In all fairness, I didn't think it would be cropped like that. But that's me, right? I'm out there. That picture really does represent me, back then and today. Listen, this thing is what's helped me manifest success my whole life. Like once when I was newly editor-in-chief of Seventeen, I was in a budget meeting with a big team of men from corporate. Our company, Hearst, had recently bought Seventeen, and it was a total mess. It was bleeding money all over the place, and we were meeting to come up with ideas to turn the ship around. I had a big idea. Let's make a reality show. I was inspired by the Osbournes and newlyweds, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson's show. You could hear a pin drop in the conference room. Then one of the VPs rolled his eyes and just went on to the next idea without even acknowledging what I had said. I guess I could have felt embarrassed. I could have berated myself for the dumb idea, but instead I just got busy. MTV's Miss 17 debuted within the year, and I believe it brought in more money than any other category that year. Oh, and our production company was the same one that created the Osbournes and Newlyweds. Snap! What took me down this rabbit hole is a Friday night while I was taking my daily bath, I was trying to figure out TikTok. Filters, songs, just generally tooling around to understand how this thing works. I found my favorite song, I Feel Like Shit, 
although I don't in fact feel like shit. I feel great. I hope you do too. I just love that Tate McRae. She is my college era alter ego. And I made a goofy video. In this case, I don't look naked like my Facebook picture. I am naked. When I showed my beloved colleague, Hallie, she was a little like, um, what's the point of posting a naked lip syncing video? Fair question, Hallie. <laughs> and I'm literally cracking up out loud right now, even as I type this. The point is, I'm a crazy fucker. That's why. Why the heck not? I'm not unhinged, but I am unedited. It's that unedited part of me that thought I was beautiful when no one else agreed. It's that unedited part, unedited part of me that introduced myself to my freshman class at college, showing my true nature. It's that unedited part of me that believed in myself as a young editor-in-chief when apparently no one else did. Those dicks. <laughs> and it's that unedited part of me talking to you now. Take a risk with me today, whatever that means for you, whether it's posting something on social media or pushing a crazy idea at work, whatever lights you up but you've been dimming for fear of judgment or failure. Light it up, my sister. Let it light up your pathway home to yourself. I'm posting that fucking bath video tonight, not because I think I'm the next Charlie D'Amelio, but because I'm the only Atusa Rubenstein. Let me know what you're gonna do today. You're so good at emailing me, but try the message boards here too. Community, my sister, community. I'm with you 24 seven as always at Atusa, at atusa.com.